When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast? Yes, Eric. Yes, we do. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome, Welcome to, to Adventures, Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. All right. So, welcome to Adventures in Collecting, episode two. We're back. <laughs> we, we, we came back to work, so it means that we liked our first day on the job. Um, first of all, I'd just like to thank everyone who listened uh, for, for tuning into episode one. Sorry for the uh, the little shaky launch there as we didn't have Apple podcasts uh, ready to go at launch, but we have that sorted out. So we are everywhere, as they say now. We are everywhere where good podcasts are found. Yes. So uh, gentle reminder, if you... Um, if you are listening, be sure to uh, you know give us a little rate and review. That helps this podcast uh, get in front of more people. So if you like what you hear and you're enjoying yourself listening, that's the best thing that you could do to make sure that other people find us. Yes. <laughs> so with that, let's let's hop right into the news. I'm I'm going to start off. Um, Last episode, I talked a little bit about that that leak uh, for the upcoming uh, Triple Force Friday, and uh, there has been some more developments in that. Um, hey, Eric, if you're new to the game, when is Triple Force Friday? You know what? I, I should have had this date ready. Um, I screwed it up last episode. Uh, actually, no, I didn't. Didn't I say October 4th? Yeah, yeah. It's Friday, October 4th. So Triple Force Friday for those who are new to the game. Very good, Dave. Star Wars is celebrating the launch of three uh, things. The newest game, uh, Fallen Jedi, um, The Mandalorian, which is the Disney Plus TV show, and then, of course, the the uh, 40 years in the making uh, end to the Skywalker saga. The ultimate the Skywalker film. <laughs> the rise of Skywalker. Um, so, as I mentioned last week, uh, the, the vintage collection, Wave 1, coming for... Uh, for the rise of Skywalker and for Triple Force Friday leaked. But further than that, uh, some Walmarts in Canada have broken the street date and have begun selling them. The rub there is that 
all of the current vintage collection figures that are that are still on shelves in Walmart are marked down to clearance prices. So people have been getting some pretty good deals on products that are not supposed to be out yet. Uh, the latest I'm hearing today, though, uh, as of September 14th, is that uh, they are now register locked. So people are being turned away and they're being pulled off the shelves. So like the people that got in there early, they got uh, they got some early product. I'm very jealous because they're gorgeous. I actually didn't know the um, the Poe Dameron figure that's part of this wave. Same um, same base as the Poe Dameron that was in the the Black Series Walmart exclusive line for uh, the Last Jedi and and uh, for the Force Awakens. But uh, they fixed the head on it, and they're using that 3D uh, modeling that they're using on the Black Series figures, and it looks like Oscar Isaac. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So they're getting better scans now? Yes. Okay. Well, some originally those scans were, were only for the, the Black Series and six-inch scale figures. They're now bringing it to the three and three-quarter scale, which is awesome. Very excited. Now, I know there were those, there were those rumors uh, early on of that scale or that size figure was no longer going to be um, present. Is that kind of quelling the fear? <laughs> um, kind of, sort of. Uh, usually at this point, they will have announced the the standard five points of articulation or five POA figures, like, you know, the, the, the ones that, you know, Kenner kind of that, that brought Kenner uh, all the fame and, you know, put them on the map the way that it did. You know, those figures that don't have the, the elbow articulation, the wrists, the neck, mm -hmm. the, you know, knees and everything. Thus far, they have not been announced. So this could be the first major launch without that kind of baseline, which makes collectors like me and other people, you know, uh, people who focus on that scale are kind of freaking out a little bit because going into this, it's really the vintage collection um, and the Black Series. And there, there's a new line that they're they're working on. It's the the uh, it's that that YouTube um, series that they do, the Galaxy of Adventures or something like that. Like it, it's an animated shorts thing that they do on YouTube, but they're bringing a new scale in. It's like a five inch figure. For those of you listening, I just shrugged my shoulders and shook my head as if you could see me not know what that was. <laughs> and and they look really cool. Those have also leaked thanks to um, Toys R Us Canada. Um, they almost look like the Disney Store toy box figures. Okay. Um, very similar, like like very hyper stylized. They look um, more of a statue than a figure per se. No, they have articulation, but they look um, they just look cartoony. Okay. Which fits in with the, the you know the line the series that they're they're supposed to be emulating. So basically, this would be like if Mattel just said we're not doing basics anymore. Um, series one hundred and one is the last WWE basic, and we're just doing elites. It would be like if they said we're just doing elites and we're just doing that um, retro, which they are not doing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they, those got um, put on hiatus. Was the word round Comic Con? Uh oh. Yeah, um, I, I, I at least have them all min on card, so that's fun. You know, it, it's, it, and we'll have to talk about this on a future episode. But like, when these lines that we adore just get the the plug pulled on them, like we miss them, and then all of a sudden they become this reminiscent thing. So that's we got to keep that in mind for 
a future topic. Um, the other piece of news that I have is some more of those New York Comic Con Funko Pops were announced. Um, they look super creepy. I didn't get a chance to see the movie yet, but the um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, th- those are not Comic Con. They're just kind of just going to oh, okay. be a line with the litany of things that have been announced. It, it would feel like. <laughs> I just they feel are. like everything I've been seeing from them is like near Comic-Con exclusive. And, you know, that new Avengers wave that they announced looks oh, fun. Yeah, forgot about those. I really want Taco Hulk, I think. I'm going to have to break my no-pop rule. You have shirtless Pizza Thor, too. <laughs> T-shirt Thanos. Molnir and uh, and Shield Cap. Power and Glory Cap is what they uh, is what Hasbro at least refers to him as. Okay. Um, as I look at him on my shelf right now. Yeah, short hair Captain Marvel. And Gauntlet Iron Spider. RIP. Yes. Let's let's not talk about that. We're gonna we're gonna move on from that. Did you have any other news you wanted to share, Dave? Um, yeah, it looks like Super Seven announced that um their wave of glow in the dark figures is coming out and it's it's an interesting wave. It's the the Super Seven reaction figures. It is Ghost, so it's Papa um, Emeritus. I believe it's three is the the figure that they have. There is a Jerry only, a Slayer figure, and a Motorhead figure, as well as Iron Maiden Muscle three pack, all glow in the dark. Cool. So, you know, Super Seven has brought back like the idea of kind of almost like the Kenner style action figure, and they have so many different licenses, like Rocky and yeah, I think I've seen Alien ones too. Alien. Right? Um, they've had some Lucha Libre ones, which are pretty neat. They've had baseball legends that have sold out, like they've flown. Um, so this is a neat little kind of variant that they have coming out that are going to be glow in the dark, um, presumably halloween themed yeah that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun also hot topics and box lunches are starting to show that they've gotten the um haunted mansion figures uh pop figures in store pop vinyl figures um and also they've shown up online and have sold out pretty much immediately don't forget to bring your death certificate Constance is one of them, but she is not. That character is not. Um, I think that character might be in a mini, but the... um, It's a little exit bride, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Madame Leota is one of them. Um, It is also the the little mummy. It is also Constance, who is the bride. And the other one is the opera singer. Oh, that's right. Constance being a Disney World character just continues to blow my mind like year after year. I remember when they introduced her, just a fact that it's like a hatchet wielding. What is she like a three timed widow? It's weird. (laughs) I mean, it's super cool, though. Yeah, it's it is. But it it makes for a cool um, pop vinyl. Yeah, I feel like we'd be remiss, too, in, in mentioning that today is Saturday, September 14th. Yesterday was Friday the 13th. Um, and Funko has that new line of the, the horror guys, the five stars. Yeah. The five stars. Yeah. They've had those for a bunch of stuff like for Harry Potter. Yeah. But you see what they, they teased on their, um, their Instagram yesterday. I didn't. They're doing the, um, NES colored Jason. No way. In that, in that line. Um, they had him like, like peeking out the side. And I, I would imagine that that Freddie would be in the pipeline too. But they they did I did see a picture of it on Instagram. So I'd, 
be remiss in in not mentioning that. And and also, um, it was brought to my attention by our good friend uh, Dave at at Zap. I swung by there today. Yeah, I do love eight uh, bit purple Jason. Um, I have the eight bit pop vinyl for that. So. Um, from news straight into halls, I'm pretty excited today. Um, I got a package that I've been waiting for patiently. Uh, I finally got my first Avengers movie, uh, Nick Fury. So uh, Marvel legend, very, very excited to get him. Um, and I also got a, a neat little uh, custom sculpt uh, Tony Stark head for Marvel Legends that is the likeness of Robert Downey Jr. I don't know what the likelihood is that we'll get another another official one. I, I can't I just I can't pay what the aftermarket is asking for that that first 10 years MCU Tony Stark. I just I can't do it. So, you know, I spent 15 bucks and got the head, which looks great. I have to get in there with the Dremel a little bit. Doesn't quite fit on the peg on the uh, the Iron Man body, but it, uh, just holding it up next to it, it looks really cool, so I can't wait to get that on there. I have this display in my head worked out where I'm going to have kind of everybody with their, you know, their masks off kind of lined up. I'm going to switch it up in a little bit. Right now I have um, and I'll, I'll post a picture to our, our Instagram, but my, my Marvel Legends display currently features literally everyone that I have and I don't know if I could possibly fit another figure in there I just it it is tight <laughs> I can confirm you probably can't <laughs> I was surprised that I was able to get Nick Fury in there to be to be perfectly honest <laughs> like and he just made it in there um the other thing uh that I bought I you know it chapter two came out on uh, a week ago and I went to go see it uh, on the Friday it came out and I, I liked it so much that I in the parking lot on the way out I went online and bought a, a NECA Pennywise I got the one where he's holding Georgie's arm and he has the he has the balloon the I love dairy balloon I got it aftermarket so like I got um, I got it uh, you know out of box because I display everything so that will go on my desk at work and he'll be sitting there holding Georgie's arm and, and, I'm, and, a, and a balloon with blood all over his face. And my coworkers will continue to wonder what's wrong with me. Um, I, I, light week for me this week uh, compared to last week where I bought everything. Um, <laughs> this week, very light week. One really large box with a lot of paper in it holding the box lunch exclusive um, Haunted Mansion Funko Pop Mansion Groundskeeper. I wish the only thing that I wish he had was the dog. He, oh, he does so not sad. have the dog. Oh. That um, for for all of you Disney fans, you know, at the end of the Haunted Mansion, when you go into the graveyard, there's the groundskeeper, terrified groundskeeper. And he's he's got the dog on the leash. He does not have the dog, but it's a pretty cool stylized pop likeness of the groundskeeper. Oh, man. You know what? They'd have to make one of those. What do they call them? The pop scenes. Oh, the houses, which I'm not in on the houses. Oh, you mean you don't want like totally out of scale. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ghostbusters headquarters, New York firehouse. Yeah, because the stay puff for that would have to be like a 40 inch stay puffed. <laughs> and considering Peter Venkman's half the size of the house. No, I don't. <laughs> I saw those. Uh, I saw a picture of them online, and I, 
it was a real head scratcher for me. I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around those, and I could not, for the life of me, wrap my head around the WWE Ghostbusters figures. They, the likenesses look great, like great job, you know, making the Rock look like the Rock and uh, John Cena and the the translucent purple Undertaker. Like they look great. I just don't understand. I, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's weird, but they're the figures themselves are phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, the, the soft goods, you know, jumpsuits and everything. Like, mm-hmm. they're well executed. I just don't understand it. Yeah, um, especially when there's, you know, this market for something like a retro where people who watch wrestling want that and they don't want Masters of the Universe or Ghostbusters. Now, with that said, if I were to get something, one of those my crossover figure would actually be Ghostbusters because of just the fact that they're really well-made figures and they're, they're elites. I, I still don't, I can't wrap my head around the, the masters of the universe line that's I'm, coming. I mean, the only thing I could, I could say about the Ghostbusters one is 10 year old me would want all of them. And with our spreadsheet and our entrance ramp and everything, we would have like a, a four man tag match where it's of like the Ghostbusters. They were the, they, were they became stable. the Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, like that would have that would have it would have been like Ghostbusters versus DX. Well, you couldn't because Shawn Michaels is a Ghostbuster. Oh, that's right. He's in that. So I'd have to be like NWO. Yeah, you could do that. Right. They did a good job making the Ghostbusters, and I like who's in it. And the translucent Undertaker with the green. Yeah, with the slide. title is is yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, they, uh, can't say. Don't know how if that's that's going to be something that I would get yet. And they are going to be like a Walmart exclusive, I think. Okay, if you're going to say one good thing about it, they did pick the right guys. I don't think those will peg warm. I don't think so either. Is there like a Ghostbusters anniversary that I'm not thinking of? Like, is yeah, there it's something? The- is it the 30th or 35th? Okay, so it is an anniversary year because I feel like um, there's been... 84, it's 35th. Okay, because I feel like there's been a, a large influx of Ghostbusters stuff like everywhere. Like we were in Spirit Halloween and they had tons of Ghostbusters costumes and everything. I was like, did I, did I miss something? Yeah, there's the it's the 35th anniversary. There was a new line of pops. So speaking of anniversaries, uh, this week I was thinking a really cool thing that we could talk about um, because I have triple force friday on my mind and it was the the anniversary of the phantom menace this year is our favorite moments that we've ever had in collecting and i know i'm i'm speaking in the past because i i know one of mine which also involves you by the way is one of is my all-time favorite moment in collecting but collecting in general like the reason why we we buy these things and you know why we display them and you know look at them there's i feel like there's this there is this kind of sentimental element where we are reminiscing about actually playing with these toys and you know the the kind of way that we've evolved as collectors from playing with them to either setting them up or the way that we choose to display them um there is this sense of nostalgia about it so i feel like we'd be remiss in not talking about some of the nostalgic things about collecting so let's talk about our favorite moments that we've we've ever had okay i, I want to know what the one that you're going to start with is because you've you've kind of built that yes so 
Um, for those of you that do not live in northern New Jersey, there are three words that will absolutely be meaningless to you. But for those of you that did live in northern New Jersey in the, the 80s and 90s, um, and even you know into, I believe, the early 2000s, um, the, the words Mill Creek Mall will, will mean a lot to that, um, that niche audience. So Mill Creek Mall was you know, picture just your typical, like one, one floor eighties mall, you know, shaped in an L. So like, it wasn't like the malls now where you get to the end and you can kind of loop back around when you got to the end, you kind of had the food court, the music store, and you know, you had to go back to the beginning in that mall was the KB toys that we haunted regularly. So my older brother, Dave here, um, took me to KB toys on the Phantom Menace toy launch day. And when you went into KB Toys, um, and I, I can remember this as if I was in the store yesterday, but it has been, you know, at least since this moment, it's been, what, was that 25 years ago, 20 years ago, Phantom Menace? 20. 20 years, yeah. 20. Um, when you went into KB Toys, the Star Wars... Uh, not, not math majors we are. No. The Star Wars display where they had all the figures set up for, you know, the, the quote unquote launch day, you walked through the front doors and it was directly to the left and it took up that entire wall. And I remember it being your idea and we were able to get, you know, Darth Maul and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And I'm looking at, I, I currently have one of my displays set up is a Phantom Menace kind of like tribute display. And I'm looking at some of those figures that I've had for 20 years and you know it was just looking back on it now gives me a new sense of appreciation of what retail was like for toy collectors you know going back 20 years where you could go in and I, I remember going in like a month later and wave two would be out and it would be available and people didn't really know like the case assortment there was no online do you, you have any more in the back yes you know and like you had your mail away figures you had the figures that were like not advertised on the back like when it showed which ones were like in that collection like i think mace windu might have been one of them um and he had a blue lightsaber because nobody knew what color his lightsaber was yet so like it was just like when i think about times like that I think about go, going back to those, you know, those days with the even the re-releases of Star Wars when, you know, the, the the Kenner Power of the Force, you know, modern Power of the Force waves came out. They were just so readily available and you could go and you can, you know, pick through and there wasn't just like one or two racks of toys. It was a whole wall dedicated to it. You know, they were, but they weren't because there would still be the, you know, somebody would still be short packed. Yeah. But now with that short packed figure, like because of the way that the internet is and with the leaks and everything, sometimes those short packed figures, they don't even make it out to the floor anymore. It's happening right now with um, with Storm in the, the Marvel Legends uh, retro, the ones that are, that are packaged in that Toy Biz uh, packaging. Um, it's happening with her. It's happening with Mr. Sinister in the Marvel Legends. They're, they're just not making it to the floor. And it's a shame. You know, like there's there's no chance in the hunt. Like you have to either get extremely, extremely lucky or find them online. I just I, I can't help but think back to that that Phantom Menace release and just, you know, those red and black, you know, cards, just seeing all like rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of figures, even if they were all Jar Jar Binks, you know, or, you know, uh, Boss Nass or the, the stripped down C-3PO. I just remember there, there being a lot of them. 
and I, I miss that. Well, if you think about it, like in this area, we didn't have Target or Walmart. No. Till almost the 2000s. Yeah. So it was like you had to go to Caldor or Bradley's or Kmart or Toys R Us or KB. Yeah. Like there wasn't now you just have you know, Walmart and Target. Yeah. And, and to be honest, like so Triple Force Friday is just a few weeks away. You know, it's something I'm excited about. And, you know. I'll I'll be there early in the morning or even at midnight, depending on what's going on. But last year, I, or not last year, um, last time there last was a, Jedi. Yeah, I went to Toys R Us, mm-hmm. and like I kind of don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, I I waited online for a uh, SNES Classic and Toys R Us. Yeah, R.I.P. I mean, they're they're sort of coming back, but like eh, we don't know. Yeah, we'll we see. We don't know what it is. We'll see. You go ahead, Dave. Um, I mean, like for me, a lot of it was, so if we're talking about that time, like another thing that was a big kind of place to get toys was flea markets. Oh, the Meadowlands flea market, um, where you'd get $10 Jack's bone crunchers for like 15, $20 because you couldn't find D'Lo Brown in the store or the Hardy Boys or Yokozuna. something along those lines. Um, yeah, Yokozuna was a tough find. Um, you, you'd have to go to the, what was the secondary market then, um, <laughs> which was you'd go to the flea market. The in-person eBay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, if we're, if we're kind of looking at now, it's finding those you know chases or those variants or something like that in stores um thinking back like you know i've found yes there are ones through gamestop where i've pre-ordered and have been fortunate enough to get a chase but you know like finding the star lord guardians of the galaxy 2 volume 2 chase in a hot topic which yes that was the first like easily accessible chase but still it's seeing that sticker yeah you see the sticker or when i saw the space jam taz one i was like "Eh, i'm not collecting these (laughs) um you know when i found the uh mad max immortan joe and i was like oh that's the last one i need um things like that that's that's always fun just finding those but even you know like finding the ko mania 2 Kevin Owens elite variant, or even though there's nothing really different about her Nikki cross and the packaging variant with where she's wearing the, um, I guess the, um, bandana as opposed to it being packaged alongside of her, Mm. you know, things like that. There are those, you know, like trying to find the, the rock or the Pat Patterson elites that are at Walmart, you know, things like that. Finding those current, you know, either chases or exclusives that are, are fun. Well, speaking of packaging variants, you have one of my favorite packaging variants. I, mistakes, actually. Don't you have a Reservoir Dogs figure that has the wrong... It's like Mr. Brown in a Mr. Pink box or something like that? Um, It's it's Tim Roth, so it's Mr. Orange, and it says Mr. Brown. I yeah, think. that... I, that I mean, that must have been pretty cool when you saw that. Yeah, I saw that in a, in a Toys R Us and... I want to say like in the Deptford, New Jersey Toys R Us or something along those lines. Oh, Deptford Bowl. 
<laughs> um, yeah, but to that point, you know, that, that kind of stuff does still happen today, you know, where you, where you find that, like, you know, we were at the one of the toy shows, you know, we mentioned toy shows on the last episode, but um, somebody had the build a figure Groot from the first Guardians of the Galaxy wave on uh, for Marvel Legends, and he had him for 15 bucks. And it's like, I was literally the day before looking at that figure on eBay going, well, I guess I have to hope they remake Groot because I'm not paying $85 for this. And the guy was just like, yeah, I'm not looking to price gouge anybody. I just hope he gets finds a good home. <laughs> and and boy, oh boy, did he. And find a good home he did. <laughs> um, but yeah, those those little ge- those little aftermarket gems and, you know, flea market shows, stuff like that. Those are all, that, that those are fun to find. Yeah. Um, or even just like when you see something like the Micromaniac series that I just picked up, um, you know, just finding that weird new line. Yeah. And just, you know, still being able to find it. That's always that's always a good time. And I feel like that's a lot of the motivation, right? It's like that thrill of the hunt. Like, I know as soon as new Marvel Legends that I'm looking for, like if they're MCU ones or if there's new Star Wars figures that are like supposed to be hitting shelves, I have my my path. You know, like I know when I'm going to hit what store where, like, you know, there are certain stores that I can hit before work. There are certain stores that I hit after work. Like, it just kind of depends on when and where. And I when The Last Jedi came out, I was able to get um, which... I never saw on shelves again the um, the super articulated like the little mini black series um, Walmart exclusive uh, Luke Skywalker the the Jedi exile Luke Skywalker and um, and the Praetorian Guard the elite Praetorian Guard they just had them they were out it was like seven o'clock in the morning at a Walmart. And they, I was literally watching the person stock the shelves with them, and I couldn't believe that they were sitting in front of me, and then never saw them again. Well, that was like those, um, what was that classic line they just put out? Was it a retro? Yeah. Uh, I think they were just called the retro series, the ones that looked like the actual original Kenner ones. Yeah. I saw somebody putting them out on the shelf, and I was like, ah, I don't need these. I texted you and i was like do you need these you were like no and then i've never seen them again ever since yeah i mean i i love just kind of thinking about all of like the cool finds and you know the um the way that retail used to be with these figures and the thrill of the hunt is what keeps me going whether it's waiting online um (laughs) you know for for somebody to drop something at a certain time and you know you get that kind of digital cue and you're you're sitting there you know wondering if you're going to make it through and you get to the payment screen and it kicks you out and you storm away from your computer (laughs) (laughs) funko shop on comic-con day oh man yeah. Or or just, you know, trolling through discount stores to find figures that never made it to a regular store. Yeah, that I like distribution is so weird that like that happens like Ross. Uh, we don't have Rosses here, unfortunately, but Ross, uh, they're kind of like a, a Marshalls. Yeah, but we do have Marshalls in Burlington Coat Factory. And, yeah, you uh, mentioned that today. Great lots. Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, Burlington Coat Factory is a toy section. I think the only toys I've ever seen there are like Nerf guns. <laughs> yeah, they have action figures and they had some stuff. Some 
And then they had a Charlotte Flair WWE Zombies figure. So, Well, you heard it here eventually, folks. Go to Burlington Coat Factory for some weird... Or don't. <laughs> so that way I can find it. No. Um, uh, seriously. Uh... No. Um, Burlington Coat Factory. It was... Some, it, I had no idea until I saw someone say, hey, you might be able to find stuff there. Yeah, that that is, that is crazy that these things never make it to the intended store. Yeah, there are figures that have... Like WWE figures that people have been looking for that have never... They've never seen... And that have popped up in discount stores. There is a, I believe it was in the Han Solo, the the Solo um, Star Wars story uh, movie. There was an A-Wing vehicle with an A-Wing pilot in it that was supposed to be a Walmart and Target, like not an exclusive figure at all. Never made it. And then all of a sudden started showing up for like pennies on the dollar at Ross. And there were people waiting in line of front of Ross's, like in like Florida and, um, and and a couple other states, waiting in line for the store to open because they heard that this A-Wing was there. And it was, you know, of course, you got the people that are online flipping it for, you know, to make a ton on it. But you had other people that were just wanting to get their hands on it. That just wanted an A-Wing. Yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a great. It, it, it's a, a great sculpt. The A-Wing is a smaller ship scale-wise, so it's easier for them to make like an accurate scale with a single pilot in it. It's kind of like a, you know, a sports model of a of a ship. And the weird thing is hearing about how like store exclusive ones are making it there. Yeah. Like there's full lines of retro figures that have not been seen other than at like, you know, online. And then, you know, to see it pop up at like, I think... What did I just see at Target? I think I saw Series 7. That's the line with Braun Strowman, Zack Ryder, um, and a couple others. And, you know, you're seeing them before that pop up at Marshalls. All right. So I'm going to put you on the spot. If you could walk into a Target or Walmart tomorrow and they had one thing that you have been looking for that would like blow your mind if it suddenly was sitting on a shelf what would it be i mean right now i'm looking for that um elite 69 rock that's a walmart exclusive so if you walked into a walmart like that would be like that would make your day yeah I, that would be like the i've been looking for this for ages so i can tell you what mine would be first 10 years tony stark uh, no, not that, not anymore. My biggest get, which is impossible, it's never going to happen. The pipe dream of a get, and I've I've managed to replace them in my heart with the next closest possible thing. Um, the Scarlet Witch Vision two pack from Infinity War that was a Toys R Us exclusive that came out as Toys R Us was was starting to disappear. It, the aftermarket on it is ridiculous. It, the sculpt on Wanda on that figure, it, like there are some that are like, wow, that really looks like um, Scarlett Johansson or like, wow, that really looks like Chris Evans. This figure looks like Elizabeth Olsen. Like it looks it is so accurate to her. It is actually alarming how good the figure looks. And, you know, the vision figure looks great. They're they're redoing. Um, it's the same figure, just a little bit of a different sculpt. They're making a little translucent for the next Endgame wave. But that two pack, if 
if I even saw that in person at a toy show, I think I would have a hard time not buying it. I mean, it's just it, it. Those figures are amazing, and it for me, it's a second chance at them because I remember seeing the pack at Toys R Us. I wasn't collecting the figures at that time, and I was like, "Wow, this looks gorgeous!" Like, I kind of just want this because you know these figures are beautiful. But I didn't get it because I wasn't collecting them. So mine, if if I walked into a store or a toy show or something like that tomorrow and saw that two pack, I would a I would lose my mind. Um, I might pee a little, and then I would buy it. So that's mine. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, that's that's just insane. Thinking about like that, I would be a different collector at this point if I could go back and be like, oh, yeah, I'll just buy that elite CM Punk or that elite AJ Lee or that elite whoever because it was there at the time, you know, like. Unfortunately, time machines are not real. Yeah. But we'll always have our memories. So if I want those, I'm, you know, paying a hot two bills for them right now. But that's, I mean, that's that's kind of how it works, right? If you're a late adopter, you... Uphill battle. Yeah. Yep. So you either get everything that you want from this point forward or you start trying to look back. Well, I think all in all to, to kind of, you know, put a pin in it, I hope this upcoming force Friday and like these future releases and things like I hope kind of the state of retail and you know, that experience, I hope I, you know what? I really hope if I, if I could take away one thing is I hope on force Friday, it's not me and a bunch of people my age or older. Like I hope there are some people there with their kids and like their kids are experiencing it. I, I just, I want to see that again. And I, I am constantly searching for my phantom menace experience one more time. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.